You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast, a podcast dedicated to discussing common challenges and, more importantly, successes with eating plant-based. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan. And I'm Bob. Welcome. Let's talk about whole food plant-based lifestyle and how to incorporate that in our lives. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition. Hello, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast. I'm Dr. Dan. With me today is Bob. Hi, Dan. Uh, good to be with you, brother. How are you doing today? Not too bad, you know. I just came off a of vacation and went out on a boat again. Cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, big yeah, boat, big boat, yeah. A, a cruise line. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So had a good time. Feel came back nice and well rested, which is always always good. That's great. And uh, what, uh, what what body water were you in? Uh, we went uh, across the uh, the Gulf of Mexico over to the Bahamas. Oh, cool. Yeah. cool. Well, I'm feeling good this morning, and uh, I was thinking about, uh, I guess the word of, you know, feeling great, as Tony the Tiger would say, <laughs> but uh, as we're, um, we're going to be talking about gadgets today, I got a new car recently, Okay. and it's got a ton of gadgets. Yeah. It's got so many gadgets, I don't know how to use them anymore. Uh, it's one of those that uh, you, they don't have the key, and uh, you just push buttons to start the car, so uh, I'm having to learn a lot about gadgets. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, whenever uh, um, you you uh, start a new way of eating, uh, sometimes there's hacks and different ways you can do about things. And kitchen gadgets are are a, a way that sometimes you can make your life easier. Sometimes they might just cause a lot of clutter and doesn't doesn't really improvement over the old way of doing things. But uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've grown as I've, I've started eating plants. Uh, there are a bunch of gadgets that I use now that I, uh, that I enjoy. And, and not only make things, it helps them right away. It makes things quicker, and sometimes it uh, makes things better uh, than I've had them before. What I wanted to talk about real brief, and I'll keep this short, is some basic tools that are needed because mm-hmm. we got to ride fried variety people and for those of you who've got all these basic tools just you know give me a second to go through for some of our new listeners out there and i'll i'll try to be through in a minute or two yeah but. and you're absolutely right because whenever you're doing a whole food plant-based way of eating you're going to be doing a lot of the prep work yourself so you do need a good set of basic tools your basic tools think about this for a short term i have a house and you got some basic tools, screwdriver, wrench, hammer, pliers, those are your basic tools. And your gadget, that might be a stud finder. Uh, the old days you used to hammer on the wall, now you take this thing and it goes across the wall, it's got a little box that tells you right where the wooden piece is so you, you can hang the big heavy picture of it. Yeah. And if none of this stuff that I'm talking about today makes any sense to you or you want to figure out more, always get a YouTube video, I use them all the time. Yeah. So basic tools, uh, things you're gonna need. Get a good cutting board. Uh, I like a 10 by 11 at least. Get a sharp chopping knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like something made by Pampers Chef. 
uh, get yourself a, 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 a colander. That's good. That's what you use for rinsing your uh, your vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, uh, good to have a, a, just a basic set of mixing bowls. I like the glass ones with tops that I can put in the oven if I need to. Yeah. Uh, Corning and Pyrex make a good brand. Uh, measuring cups and spoons are basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like a good slotted uh, a spoon. That's a spoon with a hole in it. Yeah. It, it helps sometimes pulling stuff out uh, of, of pots and pans. And for that, so you got the three quart, the five quart pot. I like those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I say that there's basic shop tools you need. Think about this: you're in a garage, uh, you're a mechanic, and you, you got your uh, you got your wrenches, your pliers, that sort of stuff. But you got shop tools, and your shop tools are you gotta have a good trash can that's close by. You can throw stuff in, broom, dustpan to clean up. Uh, if you don't want to spend a lot of money uh, on paper products, get some dish rags, sponges, and uh, I like to have uh, for my mitts for handling hot stuff. If you've never cooked food before, I went out and got myself some of those long barbecue gloves. Mm-hmm. Got them for both hands, and those are my uh, my uh, ones that I pull things over the oven. So those are some basic things that you can use. Uh, you probably find a YouTube video on those. So for pots and pans, one of the hacks or one of the things that kind of makes it more of a gadget is make sure you get a really good non-stick pan mm. um, because a lot of times with, yep. with uh, eating whole food plant-based, we're trying to cut the oil out as much as we can. So a lot of times we will uh, saute things with water and having a good non-stick pan is, makes a world of difference. And, and when you have that non-stick pan, a lot of times... Um, you, you want to use either I think it's a wooden spoon or or, or another. It, it don't necessarily always use a a, a, a metal based spoon or a ladle with them. Yeah, because it will scrape the finish off of them. Exactly. One other thing I have in here, as far as basic essentials, is storage containers, and yes. it, it can be just real solid Tupperware. What I use is Blab makes almost a throwaway uh, Tupperware container. Uh, they almost look like takeout containers. Yep. Um, but you can throw them in the dishwasher and wash them and use them over and over again. And those are nice because they stack up nicely. They don't take up a lot of space. And also, if I get somewhere where I don't want to bring it back home, it's, it is disposable to a right. degree, too. So That's, I use those all the time. Yeah. I got both. I got the ones with the glass that I can take and put in the fridge, and if I want to, Take them out, put them in a the microwave, put a piece of uh, paper towel over top of them or a plate, and they're, uh, I guess it's like Pyrex, meaning you can get them hot. Yeah. And uh, put them in the microwave. Uh, but you also, I've got some things like, a lot of times you cook a bunch of rice and grains, mm-hmm. and afterwards I want to put them in one of those plastic containers. I can put it in there, and then I can go back and get the rice as I want to. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. I got uh, kind of a it's 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 almost an extra, but not quite. I have potato masher on my list. Potato masher. Yeah. I have. Oh, that is that the. I think I remember those. That's where you take the potato yeah. and you peel off the 
skin, but I, and then you put it in there and you press down? No, that's a potato ricer. Uh, I actually don't have one of those. Uh, potato masher is just, it almost looks like, um, it's, it's a, like a bendy wire thing. Um, okay. And it, it, you just take it and you mash it. And you put it oh, in oh, that's the one that has like five different like metal rings coming down. Yeah. And, and you grab it like with your hand with a fist on the handle. And then the potato might be sitting on a cutting board right. and you mash up the potato yeah. with that. Uh, or it's in a mixing bowl, right? And you mash it up because you know the only the other way you'd have to use is is a fork or something like that. Right. This makes it real quick. Use that potato masher, and uh, yeah, we got one of those bad Yeah, but the other the reason why I bring that up is a lot of times you're going to want to mash up chickpeas to make salads and yep. stuff like that. And the potato masher is going to be that tool you're going to use for that. And it's quick and it's fast, and you don't have it's easy to wash. Yep. Uh, and get the excess potatoes off it right there in the sink when you're done. Yeah. Um, I have on my list uh, a mandolin, which oh. is, is not a musical instrument. It's okay, you got me there. <laughs> I have no idea what a mandolin I won't be educated today. Yeah, so a mandolin, it, it's used for slicing and, and for um, um, uh, shredding things. So it, it, it's kind of a long, square thing, and it's got a blade in the middle of it, about halfway down. Uh -huh. And a lot of them will have a handle that you can use to kind of grab onto the food because that blade is exposed. But the, the, the good part about a mandolin is you, if you're doing like potato chips or something like that, you can slice those potatoes super thin and they're going to be uniform in size. So when I do my microwave potato chip recipe, I'm going to be using a mandolin to get those potatoes nice and the same size. Is, um, is the mandolin what my, my wife made me the other day, wonderful meal. If you haven't had this, uh, it's great. Um, I bought some spaghetti squash. Okay. And she made me this spaghetti squash meal. I loved it. Uh, uh, it was spaghetti except using squash. Is that how she got the the the, the, uh, the spaghetti squash to look like spaghetti? The mandolin do that, or is um, there another tool to do that? You you can do that's probably a, a tool. Um, oh, what's that called? Um, for spaghetti squash, it, it, you just cook the squash and then pull it out, and it's already had in strands. So that that's okay. Maybe but, that's but, but, but like the zucchini. Um, there's a tool that you can get those long zucchini noodles right with, and I can't remember the name of it but yeah um, is that where you make like a lasagna mm -hmm. okay yeah lasagna you can use the the mandolin to get those long strips of I'm gonna have to get that will be one of those mandolin things because I love potatoes and uh, eat them all the time sweet potatoes white potatoes and uh, so I, I wrote that down yeah. excellent now, with the mandolin, you have to be careful. They, they come with a warning. Um, as an urgent care physician, I see a lot of injuries with people using mandolins. Okay. It will take a fingertip if you're not careful. So, um, you know, take your time when you're using it. it. It does have a safety device to where you don't have to get your hands near the blade. Don't put your hands near the blade. Well, I will definitely uh, watch a video on mandolin use and... Uh... And if I have to, I'll give you a call. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose digits. I got scooped the other day. I was down in the basement um, lifting weights, 
and I was doing some uh, abdominal hip thrusters and I didn't realize that when I placed the 35 pound bar down, that there was a 15 pound dumbbell underneath of it, I let it slip. Oh. And uh, I bruised that puppy up middle digit there. And uh, I was running around the basement uh, and uh, it took five minutes before it stopped hurting. Oh, that, that looked like it still hurts. <laughs> So yeah, it's a little bit dumb. It's, a, it's a, I don't want to lose this figure, and uh, but it's getting it's getting better. I, at first, I was uh, I couldn't even close it, but uh, anyway, yeah, be be safe out there, folks. Yeah. So I think you have a couple uh, on your list that are kind of the the, the mid level gadgets. I would call this. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a mid level gadget. One of the things I use a lot is I love to eat a lot of avocados. Okay. And I couldn't, not a lot, but you know, maybe one a week. And I couldn't figure out how to get them open. And I used to use a knife to cut them out. And I'm trying to get this nut out. Well, there's a avocado, look it up, you know, just, you know, avocado cutter. And uh, Google it, you'll see it. And I can slice it nicely through the middle. Then it has a device that I can, it's all in one piece. I can put it on top of the nut, twist it, and the nut comes out real easy. Okay. And then it has the ability for me to go and take, I got half the avocado. I can scoop the avocado out with this so it comes in nice slices. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice tool. Because, I mean, avocados, I, I do it the old-fashioned way, like you were saying, with a knife. Mm -hmm. But once again, a couple times a year, I'll have people come in with a cut to their hand because they were opening an avocado. So, I mean, there's there's some risk with the avocado, too. <laughs> Definitely. The other one I want to talk to, and I don't use this much. My wife, I think, does, or she has another system, but I've seen people use it, at least on television shows, commercials is a pineapple core mm -hmm. uh, and, and what that does is it allows you to get the sides off the pineapple without eating the skin, pull the whole pineapple out, mm -hmm. leaving the skin bowl there and then the middle of the pineapple has the core which is very very hard and you know difficult to eat uh, and it allows you to get a circular pineapple Slice with a uh, with a whole, with the whole gun in the middle, so that's uh, that's nice to have. Yeah, and you know that device kind of brings up a good point is um, a lot of these devices sometimes depend on how often you use something. So if you're eating a lot of avocados, right, you might want an avocado peeler. Um, right. If uh, you're eating a lot of pineapples, you might want a pineapple core. I eat maybe one or two pineapples a year. Okay. But, you know, a pineapple core may not be a purchase I would make just because you know I can I can cut a pineapple and get it open other ways yes you know but uh, like I say if you're really into pineapples and you're eating one a week you know yeah you might want to get a pineapple core because it might make your life easier uh, one that I use a lot that's kind of like a basic is the uh, uh, there's different types of these but uh, handheld lemon and orange Juicers, meaning you oh, get okay. the juice out of lemon or the orange uh, rather quickly, especially if you're going to add it into uh, some sort of drink or uh, sometimes people uh, use lemons to uh, be an antioxidant on uh, 
bundled avocado and they put half of it away and then they pour the lemon juice on it and it, it, it sometimes makes it nice. They have handheld ones that you can take, slice the uh, orange in half and you push it down on top of a little juicing device and it, it, it's uh, and then they have other ones where you can use a squeeze mechanism. So those sometimes can be nice to have. Yeah. Hey, I have one that I just thought of that is kind of a mid-level, <clears throat> excuse me, a mid-level uh, gadget would be a stick blender. Which, stick blender. So if, if you can imagine that if you have a pot of soup, right? Okay. And it's got, you want to make it into more of a smooth soup instead of having all the vegetable stuff in it, there's a stick blender. So it's uh, up on the top of the device is the motor, and then it's got a long stick, and on the bottom is the blade. So you put the blade in the soup, hit the button, and it's going to blend your soup without taking your soup out of the pot. So is it like uh, battery powered? Uh, there's battery powered ones. Mine you plug into the wall. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, 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 uh, I know what you're talking So rather than the blender that you know, you see on the cake shows where they, or the old days, well, you may still make them, we had the two little long prongs coming out with the, the devices that would circulate and people would do cake batter in. Right. It's just a single thing so you mix it yeah and it goes rather quick yeah yeah and the, the neat part about it is you know you don't have to get out your entire blender to do those little tasks um, and when you're done the, the end just pops right off throw it in the dishwasher you don't have to can you use that for like uh, for people that like to take um, like a uh, oat milk or uh, uh, any type of nut milk and make like a uh, uh, a, a coffee drink or something like that. Uh, I imagine you could. Yeah. Like a frothy or yeah. whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah. To to get a, a and to add uh, some some air air to the uh, milk so that you can yeah. get like a cappuccino. Yeah, you would be able to do that. Okay. Yeah, I think I I may have seen my my wife do that on a few occasions when she's making her own stuff. Okay. So, um, what do you got left there? See if I got any more gadgets. Uh, mid-level gadgets. Yeah, I got the big boys left, but I... Uh, I do have sharpeners on here as, as far as your, your knives. It, a sharp knife is, is, okay. is a safety issue. If you, do, if you have a dull knife, you're actually... I don't know if that's true or not, but I like to have my knife sharp. It, it seems to work better when they're sharp. It, it seems like this... Um, I guess I could put this somewhat into a uh, a gadget. Sometimes it's nice just to have a good pair of uh, kitchen scissors. Okay. And by kitchen scissors, uh, if you're prepared, I use it mostly when I'm um, if I wanted to. Uh, I I make my own pizza mm -hmm. and I want to cut the pizza in in, in half. I can do that. They're real sharp. Uh, you can. It, the nice thing is you can keep them clean. You can wash them. They're tended to tended to be used for food rather than uh, they're not uh, like a a standard pair of office scissors or a standard pair of uh, like fabric of scissors. Fabric scissors. Yeah. So those are nice to have. Okay. 
Well, I think it's time we kind of dabble into the closer to the big boys. I have Waffle Maker on my list. The reason I put it on there yeah. is number one, it can make waffles. Yes. But I know a lot of people who are whole food plant based, what they'll do is take like potatoes or sweet potatoes and then use your mandolin to turn it into a, a potato shreds or, or, or a okay. sweet potato shreds. And then they throw them in the waffle maker and make a hash brown out of it uh, okay. using the waffle maker. Now, when you do that, you have to make sure that your waffle maker is a non-stick waffle right. maker. Mine has lost a lot of its non-stickiness, so I don't use it for that purpose a lot because I have trouble getting the result that I need without using oil or butter or something like that. Right. But uh, um, no, a good waffle maker is, is a hack if you're using it for things like making hash browns. Oh. I like that. Out, out of, they have different size waffle makers. Oh yeah, yeah. I I have I ha, well, I had to. I I got rid of one, but I had one that's just a standard waffle maker, and then somebody gave me one that makes waffles that look like the Death Star, because uh, you know who who doesn't want waffles that are made like the Death Star? Uh, and the nice thing is <laughs> when you have that waffle maker, it goes quick, and uh, you can. They're easy to store too once you make waffles. That's yeah. a different subject. But the point is, you can make a waffle, uh, and uh, that has a number of benefits uh, yeah. to what you put on the waffle yeah. and uh, stuff. All right, so let's get to the big boys. Let's let's go uh, air fryer. Oh, love that tool. Yeah. Love that tool. Use it all the time. Yeah, and it's it's weird because uh, the things have kind of gone full circle too. Because you have your Air fryers become big because they do a lot of the stuff that the ovens do, and they do it quickly. Yes. And nowadays, if you get a new oven, they're going to ask you, do you want a regular oven or do you want a convection oven? So right. basically, a lot of the ovens now are doing things that air fryers do because they've become so popular and become so handy. Right. And so it's uh, there's starting to be some crossover between those things. I love mine. I have an air fryer. And I would say it's probably, if I could guess, it would be like a five-quart air fryer. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe it's three or five. And I, I take cold potatoes, mm -hmm. uh, sweet potato and, and white potatoes, what I use for my wash them off, scrub off the dirt, stick them in there, 400 degrees. I like to go 29 28 minutes, you can go shorter or longer depending on how you like your potatoes to turn out. Um, and it's great, it's very little cleanup. I look in there afterwards, I see if there's any uh, any stuff on the air fryer. Make sure you clean your air fryers when you're done, and um, it, 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 it's better than it's better than baking them in the oven. Um, why is it better? It just seems like it's quicker I don't have to right. use the get out the baking sheet and all that other stuff. Yeah, well it's, it's a time thing. You don't have to wait for the oven to heat up. You know, right. You don't have to remember to turn off the oven when you're that's exact because it turns off what is a timer. Yeah. And and mine lets me go, you know, I don't know anywhere, you know, five, six minutes, I, I can set it to forty minutes. Uh, it's maxed out at a, a temperature of four hundred, so you're not gonna burn up you're probably not going to burn your kitchen down by using a uh, using a uh, using an air fryer. Sometimes, if I put the more stuff I put in the air fryer, the longer I have to go with it. Yeah. 
Uh, and my air fryer is a little bit bigger model. It doesn't have the pull-out little basket that you see. Oh, okay. You know? um, so, but mine fries. It does. It bakes. Right. Uh, but it also dehydrates. So dehydrates. Yeah. So and some of them really get fancy. So what do you dehydrate in an air fryer? Um, I've tried to do like a uh, uh, apples to make it like uh, dehydrated apples. Um, uh, I haven't used it a lot. But uh, if you do a lot of um, gardening and things like mm. that, and, you know, you want to dehydrate mushrooms, or uh, I think I tried to make uh, uh, dehydrated uh, tomatoes once. That didn't work out very and well. Do, do all air fryers have that capability, or do you have to buy one with dehydrating capability? I think mine just has it. I don't think every one of, every one of them do. Right, because I haven't seen anything that that particularly says that, but yeah. on mine, uh, but I never looked at the owner's manual yeah. or if it even came with one, but uh, I, I just love those air fryers. And sometimes what I do, uh, I, uh, when I, when I want to make thinner potatoes, like you're talking about, not potato chips, but thinner sliced potatoes, uh, I can slice those up, put them in the air fryer and they're done quick. They brown real nicely on the outside. Yeah. Uh, they don't go with the thinner you cut the, the vegetable, the less time you need to, to leave it in the air fryer right. for. Uh, and and, and there, what I found is there's a little bit of trial and error, but uh, I'm probably using my air fryer almost every day of the week for something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a blessing. Yeah, um, I have on here my uh, my George Foreman style grill. Oh, George Foreman, yes, absolutely. And uh, what are you using that for, brother? Uh, usually burgers and stuff like that. Okay. You know, uh, my my bean burgers I'll put on there. Um, uh, sometimes the you know you can do like kebabs mm -hmm. uh, on that. Um, you can uh, do like a hash brown on those. So and there's there's a lot of different ways you can use that to to uh, anytime you want to use a grill you, yeah. you know you don't have to to go out and fire up the grill outside. Because what I find when I when I do use a, a foreman uh, or a device like that right. to um, to grill a uh, a bean burger a veggie burger a uh, like a soy based burger. Uh, a soy-based, uh, let's say, uh, uh, a soy-based tofurkey uh, sausage, uh, and I put that on there. It 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 makes it taste, or, or or the texture seems to be more normal to what I used to be, right. versus when I microwave it, it gets real crunchy and 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 dry. Right. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, let's see here. I also have on my list a good blender. Blender. Absolutely. Uh, you you, you got to have that uh, because there are times when you just want to mix uh, things for, uh, for 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 juices and and have smoothies. I'm not a big blender guy, so I'm gonna let you uh, rock and roll with this, brother. So there's there's different levels of blender. Um, there's just your standard 
um, you know, quick, uh, your standard blender that, that you remember from your childhood that, you know, mm -hmm. you put ice in and you right. put your margarita, you know, not margarita, I don't know what childhood you had, I, I didn't have margaritas for childhood. But, no, no, no. <laughs> but, well, I didn't, but, you know, we did have blender now. Right, right, um, but I say the, uh, uh, eating whole food plant-based, a lot of times you're going to want to try and make sauces and things like that, mm -hmm. and sometimes the quality of blender will matter. Um, I, for years, I've been using a uh, Ninja blender. Yeah, and, we, and I got one. Yeah, and that's a great blender, and there's nothing wrong with the blender. Um, it, uh, um, it it makes sauces. Um, now, recently, I upgraded to uh, uh, my blender to a, a Vitamix, okay. which which is it's starting to get a little pricey at that point. Um, now the Vitamix blender, it's a, the, the motor is a lot more powerful. Um, a lot of the sauces um, that I make um, will be a lot smoother with the Vitamix. Um, the uh, hummus that I made, you can tell the difference with the blender. Uh, I don't know how it makes a difference, but it seems to make a difference as far as... I was going to mention the fact that that's what I use my Ninja for. Yeah. And my Ninja has a blade on it that's kind of circular. And I'll put in the uh, the chickpeas, whatever else I got there and there, and that's how I make my uh, that's how I make my hummus. Yeah. But is Vitamix V I T A? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. And the uh, I mean the Vitamix the, the motor is is powerful enough that if you leave it running, it'll actually cook soup. So you put in all your veggies and your spices and stuff and run it. I think it's for like five or ten minutes and you know you'll have hot steaming soup with the blender just from the, the friction of the, the blades. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how long you had that bad boy? Um only a couple months. I'm still I'm still playing with it. In fact I made hummus this morning with it. You got me thinking, you got me thinking. <laughs> uh, let's see if I had any other one of those, uh, the, the bigger gadgets. Uh, no, I think, uh, oh, oh, here's my, I, I, I call this a little, yeah, it's, it's not standard, it's not a tool. Uh, the rice and uh, barley cooker. Yep. Basis, I'm taking a cup of my concoction is I put brown rice, you can use any type of greens, but my concoction is brown rice, uh, purple barley, radish seed, and wild rice. Then I mix it all up in, take a cup out of that out, put it into the rice cooker, and uh, add, add a cup of water to it or up to the first level. For me, that's great. And like it's it's very similar uh, in terms of, and I, it, it plugs into the wall. It's got a little vent that lets out the heat. So when you're using it, pull it away from your cabinets if you got drop down cabinets. You know, you know that's what I do because I don't want to steam up into my cabinets. Right. And I can do that. I just throw it in there, push the button, and 35 minutes later it figures out somehow when it needs to shut off right and it goes to warm so again you're not going to burn the house down most likely when you use it yeah um they come with non-sticky uh pots and uh my rice is perfect 
the set it and forget it type devices, mm-hmm. those are really handy. Yeah. Because, I mean, who wants to sit and uh, watch water boil and then put the top on um, yes. and, and have a low heat and try and make sure you don't scald it or burn it or ruin your whole thing or ice? When you can just pour it all into, into the rice cooker, pl- plug it in, hit go, yeah. and, and then you can go off and do your other things. And I think you hit on a key point there. These gadgets allow, especially in for when people are doing a change of diet, right? A change of what they eat. They're eating less prepared products, more things they prepare themselves, and they've never really done that in their life or done very little of it, right? And if and there are a lot of folks that are you're busy, you got a lot going on in your life, and not only will these a lot of these gadgets like the air fryer, they and the uh, the uh, rice cookers, they will allow you to do things quicker, and to, and to have that time, and and not have to give up as easily. Right. Uh, when you're first starting, yeah. um, so that that definitely, if I if I was starting from scratch, and said, okay, cool, I am in. That's been you know since 2017 where I started eating plants, but if I really, I would say, get yourself an air fryer, if you can afford it, mm-hmm. get the money, and if you can afford it, get a, get a rice cooker, and and they will make it so much simpler for you that you won't get as frustrated and say, that's it, I'm gonna go prime prepared food. Yeah, now uh, the, the last one on my list, and this one here is a big one, um, the uh, and this would be kind of a step up from a rice cooker too, okay. <laughs> because this device will do rice. Uh, that would be your Instapot. The Instapot, yes. Yeah. So and those have gotten bigger and fancier too. So I mean, there used to be the Instapots; they just were a pressure cooker basically, and now they can make yogurt in them. I think some of them will bake. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, they they do a lot of stuff. So what do you use your Instapots for? I can do it right now. I'm doing a lot of soups. So, Soup. Yeah. Okay. And, and those are really nice because you just chop all your vegetables, throw some rice in there. You don't need to to uh, cook the rice first. Just throw it in there. Or if you want to use beans, you can throw dried beans in there. You don't need to cook the beans first. So if I'm doing a soup, a vegetable soup, carrots, uh, tomatoes, cabbage greens and then I want to throw in some some of my grains in there oh yeah how long would it does it take to with the grains right. which are you know take a little bit longer to cook up how long does it take for the instant pot to get that soup going um it takes it, it takes about 20 minutes to cook but it takes a good 10 minutes to get up to temperature before okay. the timer starts and then you'd want to let the pressure come down off it too so you know it might take you another additional 15 20 minutes is that a device that shuts off or do you have to shut it off it shuts off by itself oh that's beauty yeah that's beauty because it's like in the old days um i think i can say this um yeah i can say this <laughs> you know there was the uh somebody i knew I'm not gonna say that's good. I mean, Bob's Bob's being smart. I'm talking to the third person here, <laughs> but there was a person I I I knew, um, and uh, that they had the big cast iron 
pot. They had a pot roast in there, mm -hmm. and they bless bless her heart. Uh, may she rest in peace. She left the stove on. Oh yeah. And it literally melted the the cast iron pot, and somebody else saw the smoke and came home to the smoke, and the the place didn't you know didn't burn down to the ground. But with these devices, you can keep a lot. Just let them say we're busy. And I, I didn't even say we're busy in today's world or more distracted in today's world than we used to get distracted uh, by things because there's not. So the, these are nice things to have. The Instapot, the uh, the one that I like, but it's not a, a turn off. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the Instapot before I shift? No, 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 no. The, the, it, this is my idea of a gadget. I, I'd say it's more of an old standard uh, gadget. It's kind of like an Instapot, but not, not nearly as uh, as uh, as quick. Right. I've got on right now um, Apple on low. Uh, it's the old standard crock pot. Right. I throw my vegetables in there. I throw uh, 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 some greens. And all whole pot basically full of vegetables. Right. And uh, I put the lid on it and uh, put it on low. When I come back at the end of the day, that stuff has been cooking all day, and it's like it's it's great. Yeah. So I use that a lot. Like some of the stuff takes a long time to. Some vegetables take a longer time. Your carrots. Your beets, and I got beets in it right now. Oh, wow. It takes a long time for the beets to get soft. Okay. It's a, a, probably like a beet, a turnip, a carrot. Mm -hmm. Those hard root vegetables take a long time to soften up. So the crock pot, it softens that all up. And then the neat thing about the crock pot, you use it a little one, you can pick it up, and uh, you have a small refrigerator. You can take it right after it cools down. You can put it in the refrigerator and take it back out the next day. Uh, you can put it back in the crock pot and warm up, or you can uh, eat it cold or however you want to stick it in the microwave if you have one of that. But I love cooking with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll use my crock pot. I mentioned this on other podcasts uh, before, but uh, I'll use it as uh, uh, my meal prep. You know, I'll cook uh, a half a bag of potatoes in it at once. Just put them in there, cook it for, oh. uh, run it for about three and a half hours, and when you're done, you have you know the baked potatoes, and then I just take those, put them in the fridge, and when I want a baked potato, I just pull it out of the fridge and warm it up. And a lot of these gadgets, uh, why my mind went to them is, I said, you know, this is simple. Mm -hmm. It, I again, I'm not, I'm not able to go to the stove. I'm able to keep things clean. But this is how my mind works and yeah. how I like to prepare food. I got it all in one place. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure if you want to do a combination of vegetables and say uh, some potatoes or something like that, other vegetables, mm -hmm. uh, you can do potatoes in an air fryer. Oh, yeah. At the same time doing that, you can have some vegetables in the Instapot and, and, and you go a boat. And you're busy, and you come home work, and you want to prepare your stuff up because you didn't. Boom! You put it on the 
shopping all day, hit button 45 minutes later, you got food, yeah. 15 minutes prep. And you know, I mean, a lot of these things too, um, you know, you start getting crazy ideas like, hey, can I make a lasagna in the, in the uh, um, uh, Instapot? Well, look it up online. Can I yes. Do and I'm certain there's a recipe how to do it. Can I make a, a lasagna in a crock pot? Yes. You know, uh, I'm certain you can. And that's what uh, uh, my wife does. She makes a lasagna in a big crock pot. Yeah. And uh, uh, it, it, it's great. It, 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 my memory fades years ago, but it tastes like, like, like my uh, Italian grandmother that came over in the boat, you know, from uh, south, of, uh, south of Rome. And uh, it, it tastes like her lasagna. Yeah. It, 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 there's no difference, so uh, it can be done, and uh, there's a lot of nice gadgets out there. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm kind of wrapping this up. You know, I mean, uh, I, I guess to, to start off with, if you don't have anything, you know, make sure you get some good essentials, get a good knife, get a good cutting board, right. get something to put those things in. Um, then, uh, you know, as things allow you, you know, there's different levels to entry with all these gadgets. You know, you don't have to get a Vitamix mixer right off the bat, nor do I recommend it. You know? Right. I mean, it's, it's uh, um, worst case scenario, you spend all that money for something and you don't use it. I mean, that's not helpful either. No. No, and, and it takes it takes time um, to uh, acquire all these things, and uh, and they're easy when you get to my age. You know, people say, uh, you know, what do you, what do you get this old man for uh, for for uh, Christmas? And uh, you know, I occasionally will mention a gadget or something I want, uh, and uh, so they're nice gifts, and they're not. Most of these gadgets aren't overly expensive uh, your pots and pans probably get simpler or cheaper but uh, they're not too expensive if you keep your head about you yeah yeah all right well thank you bob for, uh, oh, you're for coming welcome. out I, say, I always enjoy doing these these podcasts oh same here uh, and uh, thank you to our viewers out there uh, go out there and go to eating those plants please contact us at www.heartlandrooted.com or on our Facebook page, Plant Pure Nation, Heartland Rooted, Quad Cities. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition.